the just must learn to live by faith. Sometimes God doesn't even answer you. You cannot base the answer to your prayer because you feel Holy Ghost goose, Holy Ghost pimples, or cell bombs. And then you, you know, you can pray and feel good. You can, how many of you pray sometimes? You feel very good. You finish praying, you feel like you feel good. It's not a guarantee that your prayer is answered. Do you know there's also a time that you pray and then it's like the prayer is dry, you don't feel anything. Mm. That might even the prayer God has answered. Because God does not answer our prayer based on how we feel. He answers our prayer based on what we believe. Amen. No, 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 no. You didn't hear what I said. Amen. Tell somebody God is not a feeling. God is not a feeling. God is not a feeling. No, 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 no. God is not a feeling. Hallelujah. God is not a feeling. God is not a feeling. God is not a feeling. The way I can touch the sister and you can feel me, I can feel her. God is not a human being for you to touch. Are you getting it? So you can't relate to God on the basis of how you feel. You must relate to God on the basis of that is why you, you shouldn't be moved by what we see. You shouldn't be moved by what you feel. You should be moved by what you believe. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Lift your hands. I am moved by what I believe. I am moved by what I believe. Hallelujah. Because discouragement is in atmosphere. It's very strong. Are you ready? You have to you have to silence that spirit and make a confession that I refuse to be discouraged. I refuse to be discouraged. I refuse to be discouraged. There is a particular area in your life that Satan is trying to discourage you. There's a particular, it might not be everywhere, but it's a particular area in your life that is trying to let you feel like this thing, forget about it. This thing, back off. This thing, it will not work. He's a liar. He's a liar. He's a liar. I say the devil is what? A liar. Sometimes discouragement comes when God stretches the manifestation of the answer. It is proven in the Bible that when he delays, it doesn't mean he has denied. What you feel it has delayed, God doesn't feel it. The reason is that where you live, there is no clock. <laughs> Look at somebody and say, God lives in eternity. Tell the person, God lives in eternity. And tell another person, you live in time. You live in time. So all the people that has died and go to heaven, the way you feel like they died for a thousand years, they don't see it that way. They see every day as a, they don't even see days and night. Systems don't change. There is no sorrow. There is no sadness. Nothing. Because they live in eternity. And when you are in eternity, there is no clock tickling. So you are not under pressure. Are you getting what I'm... And that's why sometimes God wants to live heaven on earth. When you begin to live on heaven on earth, sometimes, let me tell you, one of the things that make examination difficult is the time. Even if you know all the answers, you're still under pressure with time. So they will give you five answers and say, answer them in one hour. So sometimes when you check the clock and you have answered three, and you see that 15 minutes to stop work, you begin to be under pressure. It's not that you don't know, but time is tickling. But where God lives, there is no time. Oh, you are not listening to what I'm saying now. I say you are not listening to what I'm saying now. So God does not live in time. He lives in eternity. So he said, I will not do it in your own time. I will do it in my eternity time. So when I delay, I have not denied. Ah. And it's on time. So when Abraham thought that he has, his childbirth has delayed for 30 years, God didn't fail it. That is why he can come and work a miracle when we're 100 years. Just have to, he said, just believe my word. Yeah. Just believe my word. He can come and give you a miracle when we're 100 years. He can give you a child when we're 90 years. He knows. Number two, you can say your body is weak. He doesn't look at you through your body. He look at you through your spirit. Yeah. And the spirit don't grow. So all the things we are doing here, it is, it is about building our spirit. Mm-hmm. 
Prayer is not preparation for a battle. Prayer is the battle itself. So anytime you engage in prayer, you are in a battle. And God gave us the enemy that we must fight and enforce his defeat. So it's one thing to make laws, another thing to enforce the laws. The problem with Africa and Ghana especially is that we are not enforcing our laws. So because of lack of enforcement of the law, it's a lot of crime and a lot of trouble. So it is one thing for a law to be established. It's another thing for the law to be enforced. It's one thing to know the devil has been defeated. It's another thing for you to enforce his defeat. Watch this. God didn't ask us to fight the devil. It is useless to fight somebody who has lost a battle. The only fight we are permitted to fight is the fight of faith. We are not permitted to fight the devil. He said, fight the fight of faith. It means that don't let your faith be weak. Persevere in the faith. Move your faith. Drive it up. Do the things that will let your faith grow. Do the things that will let your faith develop. But as for the devil, put him where he belongs. Oh, come on. Put him where he belongs. Hallelujah. Just enforce his defeat. Let me know. Sometimes pray this prayer. Satan, I put you on notice. That 2,000 years ago, Jesus cried triumphant over you and make a show of you. He left me a defeated devil. Just put him on notice. Don't pretend that Satan, I am putting you on notice. Because he has ears, he can hear. And when you command him, he will respond. Even if you command and nothing change immediately, it does not mean he has not responded. When you hit a snake, it dies, but it will take time for you to see that. It will still die, but it will still be moving. The devil is a snake, and that is a symbol. That is how he dies. Even when he's dying, you will be moving small, small before he dies. So you see the snake quelling itself and doing that, but the stick has hit it. And it cannot survive, but it's still trying to make Yanga as if it's still alive. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Somebody say, Amen. Amen. So don't be discouraged. Slap somebody say, Don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. No, no, don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged because something has delayed. Don't be discouraged because everybody here is fighting a certain discouragement in a certain area of your life. Everybody here. You cannot stop birds from flying on your head. But make sure you don't allow them to do their nest on your head. Mm. Can I go another dimension? You cannot stop negative thoughts from coming to your mind. But make sure they don't get root. Resist them with the word of God. This one will help you before you pray the discouragement prayer. Every time you send the demonic pressure is strong, you are close to the breakthrough. Oh, your clapping doesn't look like you are ready for it. Hallelujah. You are close to it. You are close to it. I say you are close to it. Somebody say the just shall live by faith. <laughs> failure in prayer is the matter of all failures. So you trace every failure in your life and the source is you were prayerless. Is your marriage failing? Check your prayer level. Is your business failing? Check your prayer level. Failure in prayer is the mother of all failures. That is why the greatest attack, because failure is the, prayer is the only thing Satan cannot fake it. A woman in the Bible has bowed down like this for 18 years. 18 years. He was bowed down. This is what I learned about God in the Bible. If you don't have knowledge about your problem, the problem can continue. Unabated. Now, all the medical doctors have given the problem a name. Because when people don't have solution to what you are going to, they give it a name. Yes. And sometimes, they blame you for something you did that caused it. Mm. It is not everything you are going through that is, that is as a result of the fact that you have done something bad. Sometimes you are going through the thing because it's a demonic attack. Yes. Job didn't do anything to go through what he went through. But all the friends say he has done something wrong. So in terms of your crisis and in terms of your testing and trial, 
be careful the people you hang around the things they tell you. Because sometimes there's a wilderness of Christianity. Yes, sir. And when you are going through that time, because in the Bible, nothing comes to stay. Everything comes to pass. So this one you are going through, it will pass. But between the time, oh, you are not listening to what I'm saying. Between the time you are going through, the time it will pass. Be careful the people you hang around. And where you go, atmosphere is everything. Yes. There's atmosphere for joy. There's atmosphere for sadness. There's atmosphere for worship. There's atmosphere for the prophetic. There's atmosphere for praise. There's an atmosphere for everything. So when you are going through your times of challenges, you have to choose your atmosphere. That's true. Because if you get to wrong atmosphere in terms of your trial, you can prolong the trial. The friends of Job psychologically made Job believe that, that God is the one who was attacking. So the reason why Job attack was prolonged is that he didn't believe it was the devil. And the French were hammering it. If you have not done anything, how had this thing happened to you? You read the book of Job. They accuse him day and night. Sometimes they'll go and sit in his house in the morning, accuse him to the evening. That is why when Jesus was preaching, Jesus was praying on the mountain of transfiguration, on the Gethsemane, before he went to die. In the book of Luke chapter 22, verse 40, the Bible says angels came to strengthen him. That was the only time Jesus was being discouraged. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 6 and 7. Who in the days of his flesh, is talking about Jesus, when he offered up prayers and supplication, with strong crying in tears unto him, that was able to save him from death, and that, and was hurt in that he feared. The Hebrew writer wrote about Jesus Christ, say, in the days of his flesh, in the days of his flesh, this is when he was just about to die. When he had offered a prayer of supplication with strong crying and tears unto him, that was able to save him from death and was hurt in that he feared. So even Jesus, when he was afraid, he prayed. Anytime you are afraid, pray. You have never seen this scripture in the Bible before. Come to verse number six, let me show them. <laughs> This is, this is a writing about Jesus Christ. As, is, as, as he says also in another place, thou art the priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. So who is the Bible talking about? Are you getting it? So the Bible is talking about Jesus Christ. He was a priest, what? Forever after the order of Melchizedek. Even him, look at verse 7. This is what the verse 7 said. Even him, even him, who in the days of his flesh, there's a reason why the Bible talks about flesh. So, Bible specifically said, if Jesus' spirit alone, you'll be afraid by in the flesh. So, once a while in the flesh, you'll be afraid. But don't allow the fear to take root. Fear is the number one trusted weapon of the devil. Once he can get fear into your heart, it is easy to send the rest of the missiles. In fact, anytime fear is in your heart, Satan has the legal right to come to you. Fear is the magnetic force that attracts the devil automatically to your territory. So fear not as appear in the Bible 365 times. God gives you a dose every day. When they see fear in you, the angels who can see fear in your spirit, they are not legally right to come to you. So they must deal with their fear before they come. Because once they see the fear, it is another demonic angel rather that should come. So what you have, if you put a smelling chicken in your, in your area, if, if you like buy a chicken, don't put it in the freezer and put it there to smell, it will automatically attract house fly. Yes. Sometimes the interesting thing is that eh, you cannot even find them around. Right now, if you go, go and bring a dead animal here, you cannot find one. But once they see the thing, they will come around. The curse 
and attack. It is not that it's far from you. The reason it has not come is that it has not smelled the thing that attracted them. I love a lot of animals a lot and I study about dogs. There are dogs, we call them, uh, you know the dogs, you call them local dogs. Uh, in the dog family, it's not local, they are called hunters. So when you go to the dog family, they use them for hunting. Now, they leave them because most of the uh, ascension dogs that we have, uh, it's, not, it's, not, it's not normal. I have a dog right now. If I'm taking the dog for walk and you come close to me to attack you because it's trained to protect me. It will come after you in a way. Now, the local dogs, eh, you can leave them around. Now, according to studies, when you have a male dog here and a female dog comes on heat in Kaswa, it can smell it. So if you have a male dog that has a free reign, it can go to Kaswa to go and cross a dog there. The devil can be in Afghanistan. When he smells fear in you, he will come. Jesus has given us a key. Who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplication, was strong crying in tears and tears unto him that was able to save him from death and was heard in that he feared. When you are afraid that you won't pass exams, pray. When you are afraid that you're going to lose your marriage, pray. Attack the spirit of fear that is trying to attack you in that area. And make positive confession that you refuse to be afraid. And you are more than a conqueror. And the devil cannot attack you. And put him on notice. And I put you on notice that God has not given me the spirit of fear. He gave me the spirit of power. He gave me the spirit of love. And he gave me the spirit of sound mind. So when you don't have sound mind, listen, God has not given you the spirit of fear. But the spirit of power, the spirit of love, and the spirit of sound mind. The spirit of power. Somebody say power. power. The spirit of love. The spirit of sound mind. Anytime you are afraid, you have lost all these three ingredients. And I make another statement. You are a victim of anything you are afraid of. Peter was walking on the water, and then he started sinking. Jesus didn't say you sink because you're walking on water. He said you sink because you doubt. So the things that are destroying people, they don't destroy them because the thing is powerful. It destroys them because they are afraid. You can have a sickness in your body because you are afraid the sickness kills somebody. You are afraid that it will kill you. The fact that it kills somebody doesn't mean it should kill you. Oh, come on. Why do you say that? Because the thing in you is greater than the thing that is coming against you. Are you getting it? It's not wanting to quote. It's another thing to quote. It's wanting to quote. It's another thing to believe it. The fact that the devil showcased somebody sick of that sickness and says it's killing them, that's not mean it should kill you. Because I am a child of God. Because my health has been paid for. Just tell the devil that no item is paid for twice. You can't go to Salum and do your hair on your way, come back after you pay, say, I'm coming to pay again. You are a fool. No item. It's a natural law that no item must be paid twice. Once you pay for it, you take it. So if Jesus has paid for me, then I don't need to pay for it again. If I buy something in a shop and I say, go and carry it, I'll pay for it. You don't go and pay the second time. Somebody has paid for it. All you have to go is to carry it. Now, anytime the devil attacks us with sickness, he's trying to let us pay an item twice. Anytime he attacks us with poverty, he's trying to let us pay an item twice. Jesus Christ was rich, but for our sake, he became poor, that through his poverty we might be rich. So somebody stood in for our poverty and paid for it. Lift up your two hands. Say, you spirit of discouragement. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. Christ. I renounce you. I renounce you. No, there's no power here. So you spirit of discouragement. You spirit of discouragement. That is trying to enter my heart. That is trying to die in the name of Jesus. Die in the name of Jesus. You are killing it. 
One of the major weapon faith has is confession. Yes. If you can say it, you can possess it. Yes. I cannot be sick. I cannot have accident. Mm. I cannot be poor. I cannot be poor. The louder you say, the faster it produces. Ah. You are not saying with any apprehension. You will say it, you mean it. In the midst of all contrary circumstances, you are confessing it. This shop can never go down. Mm. My bank account will never go red. Mm. I see one million in account right now. You are speaking. So you can change your bank account through prophetic utterance. You can change the state of your life through prophetic I'm getting married in six months. And you don't have a fiancé. And you are saying it to everybody and saying it to yourself and saying it to the walls and saying it to the trees. I have told you that trees can fight, so you can send them to fight. Now listen, it becomes useless for me to give you revelation when you don't apply it. When your spirit gets stronger, the things that others are running away from you, face it. Now, how can soldiers in a battlefield holding guns are running away from Goliath and somebody with catapult came and said, I'm going to face him? It's the strength of his spirit. The strength of his spirit. So, it's not the ammunition you have. You can have good ammunition and not apply there. It is the strength of your spirit. It is the strength of your spirit. It is the strength of your spirit. So when you pray your spirit, that is what the Bible says, pray in tongues every day, building up yourself in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. The word build is another word for edifying. It's another word for charge. It's another word for improve. It's another word for building. So you build it up and you charge yourself. You develop yourself until discouragement has to drop. Discouragement has made people take wrong decisions. Because you were discouraged. Anytime you are discouraged, you will be in a hurry. Oh, yeah. And mm. when you are in a hurry, you will die in worries. Mm. Now, patience is the pillar that holds faith and prevents it from coming down. Yeah. Huh? You didn't hear what I said. That's a good demonstration. Are you getting it? Huh? So, patience is the pillar that holds your faith. It holds the faith. Because patience comes in when the manifestation delays. So the Bible says you are in need of patience. That after you have done the will of God by waiting, you receive the promise. Now, anytime you are not patient, you run ahead of God. So patience is the pillar that is holding the trusses so that it will not bring the thing down. Patience is the, the columns that is holding. Patience holds your faith. Until you see manifestation. Without patience, eh, you will kill your faith. And you will think God is not there because he didn't do it at your so-called your time. So, patience made Abraham hope against hope. That means all hope is gone but you are still hoping. All hope is gone. What is the hopelessness of the situation? The wife is in the money post times too. He to the Bible say, he, he said, now that my husband has no pleasure. But Abraham considered not his own body now dead. Neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, being fully persuaded. That is patient. Even though the thing has delayed, he is persuaded that he who has promised is able also to perform. This is the way Apostle Paul put it. <laughs> he said, I know whom I have believed. Yes. And I am fully persuaded that he is able to do that which he has promised. Yes. So, 
the way the thing is delaying, I do not move. I know whom I have believed. Yes. The reason why you are under pressure and then apprehension and anxiety is because you are doubting whom you believe. Another word for discouragement is hopelessness. You become so hopeless. But hopelessness is a, is a dispatch rider of discouragement. All these three ingredients you need. For instance, your faith is important without your hope. Faith can work when you get the ingredient of hope. The two differences. Hope only sees the future. Hope doesn't see now, it sees the future. Hello? Hi. I say hope sees what? If I'm trusting God to get an aircraft and I don't have it, I'm hoping for it. So hope is what sees the future. It is faith that brings the future to the present. And faith will forever be the substance of things you hope for. So hope is a wife of faith. When they meet, they produce miracle children. So all the questions you are asking, hey Lord, so do you really hear prayer? No, I try to be my testimony. Me ba all night. This is my first time of coming to all night. But when I came here, I went home last week on my way. God just did something for me. Now to ready to be the home here now. means that discouragement is setting. Don't ever judge God on the basis of how He relates to others. The fact that you see somebody get a breakthrough faster than you does not mean God has forsaken you. It means that yours is so big that it needs time to reach you. He is delaying the thing not because of the thing also, so that he can train you for it. Ah. it the, the devil can give you a certain mindset that make you undermine somebody because you think you are doing a favor. No, no. You can only enjoy what God permits in your life. And don't take it for granted because there are other people like you who are looking for a husband and they have not gotten it. And there are other people better than you are looking for a wife and they are not gotten it. So getting one does not mean you are qualified. God favored you. Am I saying something here today? Nobody say amen to Jesus. And this one helps. It helps you to understand life. It helps you to appreciate life. It helps you to be sober. When you go through life and you learn things through prayer and fasting and getting closer to God, you become sober. No matter how God bless you, you can still live with president and live with a poorless person. Also, Paul said, I know how to abase and I know how to abound. You are exceptional when you can lead and follow. You have the anointing, you have the power, you have that, you can do it, but you are still humbly following somebody. You are exceptional. Jesus Christ said, I, my father, are one. It means that authority we have in heaven the same. But now I have come to the earth. I submit myself to him. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, taught it not robbly to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon himself the form of a servant. Have you noticed himself, himself, practical choice? You choose it. I am Jesus. I have power. The Trinity, we are all the same. But now, I've humbled myself. Because I've stepped down for a grade, I've come down. So, I can do nothing except what I see the Father do. So, Jesus Christ was a substantial leader, but he was still following God. You are a substantial one who can become the chief justice one day. Have you noticed a lot of great women, their marriages don't work? 
It takes humility to be up and be submissive to a man. If God doesn't train you well, one day, because of where he's taking you, you can lose a lot of ingredients in your life. What do you do when you are the president as a woman? And your husband works in a bank. Definitely you let him. There's a case like that. What do you do? There's a woman in Ghana here. They are powerful. Very powerful. The snap of their finger, they can change things. They are powerful. But they are married. I thank God for teaching me things practical. I could have done foolish things. Telling you. One of the things I thank God is the ability to speak to me direct for me to hear. You know, when I'm married, I thought I have done my wife a favor for marrying me. Sometimes I tell her, I say, you, you have married a man of God. You are talking. One day the Lord told me something. He said, Hey, be careful. And he started teaching me and he told me, he said, Listen, get this thing from me. Go to church as a pastor. Let everybody inhale you, but come home as a husband. And don't take pastoral title to the house. Because your wife didn't marry a pastor. They marry a man and a husband. And all that things. And all that things. And I saw that it helps. Do you know something I've studied about a man? The greater God is going to make you alive, the chances are that you choose a wrong partner. A lot of the men, it is when we get to a certain point that some men notice that they didn't choose the right partner. And you can see the picture that if you were to marry somebody better, you could have done something greater than what you did. That is why God lock up marriage and say, I hate divorce. In case you choose it, stay. Even if you find that it's not good. Believe me to change it. Because most times, the people that are help us in life, there is one weakness in man. Man, look at the outward. Every man here, your problem is your eyes. Every man do like this. You can see a character and see a shape and go for the shape. I'll end with this one. What about this one? Okay, somebody can have both the shape and the character. But most times, those who have the major shape, when the shape goes into their head, they lose character. It is dangerous for people to keep telling you that you are beautiful. If you don't have scriptures to support it like shock absorbers, it can sink into your heart. And that can be a weapon in the hands of the devil. And who told you you are beautiful? Wait for me to tell you. And me, I see you like a tree. So who say you are beautiful? You are beautiful. So when you marry, you can marry and still you meet other men. Wow, you make a mistake. Why didn't you see me? When you come, you think your husband, you are doing him a favor. The Bible says, with all that, it says, get to that, with all that, get it, get understanding. Getting means that once you hear the Bible say, be or get, the responsibility is on you. Be strong. It means that you work out and be strong. Huh. Get wisdom. It means that God says, there is a way to do to get it. There are things to do to get certain breakthrough. For instance, to want healing, you need faith. To want long life and peace, watch what comes out of your mouth. I almost give you seven, I'll stop here. So, based on what you want from God, there is a way you position yourself to get it. What man is he that love and life and want to see many days? Let him keep his tongue from speaking God. And his, let him keep his, his, his mouth from lies and his tongue from speaking God. It means that stop speaking careless words. Suffer not your mouth to cause your flesh to say. 
Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 6. Nor say before an angel that is an arrow. Wherefore should God be angry at your voice and destroy the work of your hand? So your words can put you into trouble. Hallelujah. The next two questions I'll tell you when you grow. Sometimes too, there is another deceptive one too. The sex can be going on, but it's not with you. And that one too, there's a diagnosis to discover it. It's too deep, you can't handle it. Hallelujah. You are too small. I don't want you to constipate. I can tell you. The fact that man sleeping with you does not mean he's with you. So I will also find out and tell you if this thing is going on this way, then the guy is not with you. So by the time they come across, I say, yeah. And I told them, I say, why are you? This is another problem I'm going to deal with in the afternoon. Most of the charismatic marriage problems, eh, they wait till the thing gets root before they look for solution. Hmm? Hallelujah. Some of the things you have to talk because you need help. How can you sense that those girls are around, your husband has one boyfriend inside? When you go to somewhere with your husband, the first thing the mom must do is to introduce you. Oh, hello, you meet my wife. This is my girl. This is my baby. If you refuse any so, who are this? Can you tell me and say, please, we'll talk about this later. Something is wrong. Either he's in the process. He's already in it. Let me tell you that I mentioned that it's dangerous. If he comes that way and you go three times, he doesn't do it. He probably is going out with a witch. And with time, that girl will knock the marriage down if you are not prayerful. The Lord told me discouragement has been dealt with. Yeah. Have you seen that this short while your faith is lifted up? Have you seen it? Your faith is lifted up. God richly bless you. I preach a message. Five people left their fiancés. <laughs> I didn't tell them to leave them after the message. The guest's eyes was open. He said, that to me, that's it. Papa, papa, text message I'm sending. Eyes <laughs> nice to your feet.